Hey parents, Trusty Narrator here, and I'm super excited to tell you about a brand new podcast from the creators of Who Smarted called Mysteries About True Histories. It's full of adventure, riddles, jokes. We even snuck some secret math into each episode, including the title of the show. If your kid likes to laugh and learn, then they're going to love Mysteries About True Histories. Out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, Smarty Pants. We're going to play a little game of Trusty Narrator Says. It's just like Simon Says, only instead of Simon, only do what I say when I say Narrator Says to do it. Are you ready? Narrator Says, nod your head. Narrator Says, clap your hands. Narrator Says, stick out your tongue. Now, wag your tail. Are any of you wagging your tail? You shouldn't be, because Narrator didn't say to do it. But even more than that, you shouldn't be wagging your tail because you don't have a tail. Nope, people do not have tails, but nearly all animals do. But why? Have you ever wondered why animals have tails and how important is it that they do? Hmm. And have you ever wondered why some tails are short and stumpy? Others are curly cues. And some are long and thin while others are big and furry. Some are even made of plumes or feathers. Not only are animal tails extremely different in size, shape, and color from one species to the next, their function, or how an animal uses their tail, is also very different and in some cases very impressive. Monkeys use their tails to travel from tree to tree while dolphins can use their tails to push themselves out of the water and swim backwards. While you might not consider an animal's tail to be that important, you might be surprised to learn that most animals rely a lot on their tails, and without them, they would need to adapt new methods to survive, fall prey to other animals, or simply become extinct and no longer be around. Whoa. Oh, and speaking of no longer being around, did you know that humans once had a tail? Double whoa. That's right. Narrator says, wag your tail. <laughs> Oog happy. Sit back as we tell a tale about tails. It's time for another whiff of science and history on Who Smarted? Who Smarted? smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun on Who's Smarted. Hey, smarty pants. Which of these three land mammals has the longest tail? Is it A, a coyote? B, a giraffe? Or C, a spider monkey? Now, most of you probably said B, giraffe, and you'd be right. After all, standing 12 to 14 feet high, giraffes are the tallest land mammals with super long necks. So why wouldn't they also have really long tails? But can you guess how long their tails are? Are they six feet long, seven feet long, or eight feet long? If you said eight feet or nearly two and a half meters long, you're right again. 
But here's the real question. Why do giraffes have or need a tail that's as long as a female alligator? Well, it turns out a giraffe's tail serves a very important purpose. Can you guess what it is? Here, we'll give you a hint. That's right. A giraffe's tail is primarily used as a fly swatter. In fact, many animals use their tails as built-in fly swatters, like horses, cows, and elephants. If you've ever seen one of these animals in person or on a video, whether they're moseying along, grazing on food, or just standing around, you'll notice their whip-like tails are in constant motion, shooing away bugs that want to munch on their skin. Of course, swatting flies isn't the only thing animals use their tails for. Have you ever watched a cat walk along a narrow wall? Meow. Or a squirrel scooting along a tree branch? Well, it might not look like their tails are doing anything, but they are. Cats and squirrels use their tails to counterbalance themselves and evenly distribute their body weight. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Cats, squirrels, and all kinds of land animals use their tails like a rudder. Only instead of steering a boat, their tail helps steer their bodies when running, leaping long distances, or climbing down from a high perch. This kind of tail is what's known as a non-prehensile tail. Now, I know what you're thinking. If this is a non-prehensile tail, what is a prehensile tail? Hmm. A prehensile tail is a tail that acts almost like another hand. Animals with prehensile tails are able to grasp or hold objects with it. For example, a prehensile-tailed spider monkey uses their tail to swing from branches. Besides monkeys, opossums, lizards, and most anteaters have prehensile tails. Of course, all these animals are around today for us to see and study how they use their tails. But can you think of a diverse group of reptiles with huge tails who are no longer around? Did you say dinosaurs? That's right. To help us learn about early animal tales, we're headed to a natural history museum to meet my friend Dina, a paleontologist currently overseeing the construction of a T-Rex exhibit. Follow me. Wow, this place is humongous and echoey. If you're going to reconstruct dinosaur skeletons, you need lots of room. Hey, Dina. Hey, trusty narrator. Hello, smarty pants. Welcome. We're telling the tale of animal tales, and a good place to begin is, you know, way back in the beginning. And what better place to start than in a museum with a paleontologist? Remind us all again what a paleontologist does. A paleontologist is a scientist who studies fossils and ancient life from prehistoric times. Like our friends the dinosaurs. In fact, right now we're assembling the back end of T-Rex. Wow, that tail is massive. It must have weighed a ton. Yep, and there's a reason for it. A T-Rex's body is very top-heavy, thanks to their oversized head, and because they walk upright on two feet, they need a strong, heavy tail to act as a counterbalance. Otherwise, they'd tip over. 
hey, we were just talking about cats and squirrels using their tails as a counterbalance when running and leaping. Not that a T-Rex was doing much leaping. No, definitely not leaping. T-Rex's tail also acted as a suspension system, where it stored and released energy as it moved up and down while it was walking. Hmm, kind of like the shock absorbers in your sneakers. Pretty similar. Because of this, it's estimated the T-Rex moved at only three to four miles per hour, slightly slower than the average human. Interesting. For such a feared beast, they were a bit of a slowpoke. Who knew? Yes, quite different than the velociraptors you see in the movie Jurassic Park, who used their tails to make sharp turns as they ran from predators or were on the hunt. While other dinosaurs, like the Stegosaurus and Ankylosaurus, use their spiky and club tails to fight. Do any animals today use their tails to fight? Today, porcupines, pangolins, aardvarks, and some lizards wield their tails as weapons against predators. But otherwise, the trait has gone the way of the dinosaurs. Interesting. We learned giraffes have the longest tails of all mammals. But which dinosaurs had the longest tails? Those would be the sauropods. They were incredibly large four-footed herbivores, or plant eaters, with really long necks and relatively small heads. The ones your smarty pants might be most familiar with are the Brontosaurus, Diplodocus, Brachiosaurus, and the Apatosaurus. Their tails were close to 40 feet long. A 40-foot tail? That's as long as a full-size school bus. Yep. In fact, it's believed the Apatosaurus could crack their long, thin tail like a whip. And when they slammed it into the ground, it created one of the loudest sounds in the dinosaur kingdom. That's so cool! Well, thanks for making time to speak with us. It's too bad the dinosaurs didn't live to tell the tale. Anyway, gotta go. Bye, everyone! Okay, we're back outside to continue our tale about tales. Question. Can an animal's tail tell you what mood they're in? Who's a happy boy? Who's a happy boy? If you own a dog or a cat, you know the answer is yes. But when dogs wag their tails to show they're happy to see you, are they doing it voluntarily, like when you wave hello to someone? Or is it involuntary, like when you smile or laugh at something? The answer, right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. 
Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, IXL has you covered. And all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to IXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust IXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com smarted. Visit IXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious, home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian approved delicious gourmet meals. From Calorie Smart to Protein Plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code smarted50 at factormeals.com slash smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey parents, are you looking for ways to take care of your own mental health while caring for those around you? If so, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week on How to Be a Better Human, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways that you can improve your life. This show has everything from an episode with Dr. Becky about how to repair relationships when you made a mistake to how to set boundaries both with your kids and your parents and even a deep dive on why it's okay for your house to be messy sometimes if you're feeling overwhelmed. And more great episodes come out every Monday. Find out how to be a better human wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to Who Smarted? Come here, boy. Sit. Good boy. Who wants a treat? Who wants a treat? If you've ever seen a dog wagging its tail from side to side or bouncing up and down, then you already know that dogs use their tails as a form of communication. Most often, a wagging tail means they're excited or happy. Like when your dog greets you when you come home from school or if you offer them a treat. On the other hand, 
if your dog's tail is between its legs, it could mean they're scared. Or that they did something naughty. Hey, who chewed up my slippers? Either way, a dog's tail is a pretty good indicator of how they're feeling and communicates their mood without having to say a word. And the same goes for cats. Meow. They swish their tails when hunting or playing, or if they're annoyed. And unlike dogs, a wagging cat tail might mean kitty is not happy. But what about fish and sea mammals? Unlike nearly all land mammals, the most common use for a tail in marine life is for movement or what's known as locomotion. Yeah, kind of like that, but not exactly. Depending on the species, tails or fins can either be shaped horizontally or flat, or they can be shaped vertically or straight up and down. Uh. Quick question, smarty pants. Are whale and dolphin tails, known as flukes, positioned horizontally or vertically? If you said horizontally, you're right. The reason for that is pretty spectacular. It's because whales and dolphins evolved from four-legged land animals. Huh? Yep. Millions of years ago, whales and dolphins started out on land. (gasps) Their backbones naturally bend up and down. So once they became accustomed to the water, their tails needed to do the same in order to thrust themselves forward. Fish, on the other hand, evolved from worm-like creatures that slithered and didn't have a backbone. And so they grew a vertical tail to allow their bodies to wiggle side to side, like how worms and snakes do. And while we're on the topic of mammals whose tails have evolved, let's revisit a shocking tale we mentioned earlier. At one time, humans most certainly had a tail. Double woe. Way back when our distant ancestors hung out in trees, we used our tails to swing and hold onto branches and to walk. Eventually, we made our way down to the ground around 25 million years ago and began walking upright on two feet. No longer needing a tail for counterbalance. Gravity pretty much does most of the work, pulling us forward when we walk or run. How do we know we had tails? Because located at the base of your spine is where the last few bones are fused together. We call this the coccyx bone, more commonly referred to as your tailbone. Go ahead. Wiggle your tailbone. Oh, sorry. Narrator didn't say. You're out. A double shout-out to Graham and Jude in Virginia, who love learning the answers to questions and particularly love my jokes. Hey, who said getting smarter had to be serious? Thanks for laughing and learning to who smarted, you two. This episode, Animal Tales, was written by Dave Davis and voiced by Sophie Plitt, Kim Davis, Adam Tex Davis, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Davis Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Davis Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production. <laughs>